Hello there and welcome to Bringing Out Their Best, the podcast for teachers of dance, drama and music. My name is Sarah Marshall from Performing Arts PD. Each week I will bring you a snippet of research or an interview with another performing arts educator to energise and inspire you for your working week. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the Darug people, the traditional custodians of the land on which I live and work. I pay my respects to their elders, past and present. We're hearing more than ever about how teachers are burning out, and most particularly, how young teachers are adversely impacted by the stressors of this demanding profession. I was wondering how graduates could be better supported, and came across this 2022 article which describes a year-long online mentoring program between a network of advanced and novice music teachers. Rather than depending on a one-on-one relationship, the network sought to spread the load and provide a breadth of experience support for these junior colleagues. So let's hear how it went. First thing to note was apparently group mentoring has been growing in the last 20 years and holds some differences to the more traditional one-on-one approach. It's rooted in co-learning, encouraging dialogue and sharing of experiences. It's non-hierarchical. The focus is on relationships instead of on mentoring methods. It aims to create an open, intentional, trusting and reflective environment. All participants are valued and valuable to the mentoring experiences. Each member can develop multiple reciprocal and mutual developmental relationships. Their program was developed using volunteers and ultimately resulted in four experienced teachers and three teachers with less than four years classroom experience. The program began with a questionnaire asking participants to identify their goals as a mentor or mentee, their self-report on strengths and challenges in various teaching, administration and organisational areas. The results of the questionnaire set the goals for the program. After an initial dialogue document, which facilitated a guided introduction to one another, this was followed by an encouragement for people to reach out to one another based on their interests expressed in the introduction. Then there became a weekly check-in, where members would reflect and comment on their teaching high and low points each week, using a shared spreadsheet. Here there was space for others to comment and support one another in their challenges and triumphs. Every three to four weeks, the moderators would introduce a discussion topic to provide additional interaction on topics particularly related to their experiences. The researchers met all participants after six months individually and brought the group together online at six months and again after 12 months. So what did they find out? All participants found the regular reflection on their teaching practice helpful. Novices said it was a nice reflection tool, like how did this week go and what's next week going to look like? I wasn't really thinking about it when I wrote it, but later on it was kind of nice to think about my weeks. It made it seem more manageable. Whilst a more experienced participant noted, I did this in the hopes that it would force me to sit down and do the self-reflection that I've waited to do for some time, to sit down and notice patterns throughout the year, because that does make you a better teacher. I don't feel like it's an extra thing on my plate. I feel like it's the kick in the pants to do what I'm supposed to do. Were there benefits of sharing experiences? 
The novice teachers expressed relief when the experienced teachers empathised and shared stories of their current struggles and challenges. They found this meaningful, reassuring and validating. However, all teachers felt the program would have been more highly prioritised by them had it been face-to-face rather than online. It was too easy to neglect it when the profession is typically time poor. The experienced teachers noted the importance of building the community, investing in the relationships early on to create a greater sense of investment and motivation. They went on to suggest that future programs should involve video conferencing platforms for greater engagement with one another and scheduling a regular time to meet. So my take on this process was that novice teachers can feel supported by experienced teachers through sharing their highs and lows and reflecting on their practice with one another. But for the mentoring program to work really well, it needs to involve video conferencing for real-time interactions with one another and a regularly scheduled meet time so that it is prioritised. With such a program in play, I have my suspicions that the experienced teachers would benefit from the collegiate support and perspective provided through reflection in a way that is similarly meaningful to those of the novice educators. My name is Sarah Marshall. I hope you have a fantastic week bringing out their best. Finally, I'd like to share some exciting news with you. Our course, Managing Performance Anxiety for Student Wellbeing, has become accredited PD by NESA. So, if you're a performing arts teacher in New South Wales, looking for some accredited PD hours that are relevant to your performance space, take a look. My name is Sarah Marshall. Thanks for listening today. I hope you have a fantastic week bringing out their best.